New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. We all want to age well, and that means something different. For some people, it means continuing to always look good. For me at this point, I am trying to continually feel good. I want to be functional. I want to be active. And of course, I still want to look good, but I feel like in this society with all of the anti-aging, which by the way, Andrea, I don't know how you feel about that, but I flip and hate that term. And I have a beauty Mm -hmm. podcast, but I just, I don't like it. Well, because it's saying that we shouldn't be aging, right? It's like you're anti-aging, but it's a normal process process of life. So I I agree with you. The term isn't great. So we have a wonderful guest back who we adore, the wonderful Dr. Joyce Knudsen. She's a celebrated, distinguished image consultant and life coach. And she joins us now. Hi, Dr. Joyce. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Andrea. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. It's great to have you back. So what do you think of the term anti-aging? I'm with you on that one because it makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. And you have to stop the aging process. Exactly, <laughs> if you're right? lucky enough to live this long, then you should be happy that you don't need to use anything to make yourself look different. So, Joyce, give us some hints and tips about what you do in your life to stay healthy, mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, physically healthy. What, what kind of things do you do? Well, I pretty much follow the balanced wheel that a lot of people know about. You just named three of them. You have to uh, you have to take care of yourself and and. Uh, a part I think people forget about is the uh, primary emotions that we have in our life, like fear or sadness, anger, um, grief. You know, by the time you're at my age and by the time you get to be in your 70s, I'll say that, you, you do start thinking about the things that happened in your life, the people that have died, the, the but you also think about the joy that you've had. And you have to let go of any anxiety anger or shame. And I do it by writing wrongs. I think that's one of the nicest things I do because if I feel like I, I did something to someone that, or said something to someone that was inappropriate, or maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. Um, mm-hmm. I go back and I write them an email or I send them a letter or I see them and I say to them, I apologize because I feel like I have wronged something with you and I want to make it right. The way I interpret that is basically you're taking responsibility for your actions, which by the way, is something that I find so many people don't do. And I don't know if Lisa and Joyce, if you find this as well, but I find that that's one thing that a lot of people deflect. And I always try to teach my children, we need to take responsibility for our actions. So I'm so happy to hear you say that, Joyce, because I truly believe that the older we get, the more we realize that taking that responsibility is so important. Right, Lisa? Oh, I definitely think so. You know, I'm in a I'm in a situation with a family member at the moment where uh, they want me to apologize for something. And I am all about apologizing and admitting I'm wrong. And in this situation, I'm honestly puzzled. I actually said to this person, I don't know what you're talking. Like, I just don't know. Can you tell me? Well, you'll think <laughs> about it and figure it out. It's like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to oh play games. Gosh. Let's just, yeah, right? Exactly. This is ridiculous. I don't understand, you know, and I've searched my heart, my soul, my brain, and I still don't know. Do you have a beef with someone? Then say it. Like, what are they trying to get? What's with the game of you trying to guess it? Like, that's insane to me. Well, I feel for you and for everybody else who has situations like that, and I'm not excluded from that. When I was growing up, I didn't have what you'd call a quote-unquote normal childhood. I walked around angry. 
because I couldn't go to any extracurriculum activities. I had a lot of brothers and sisters to take care of. I really was angry, and when I got to be a certain age, I I said to myself, you know what, I don't want to walk around angry. I I don't want to uh, feel the way that I did, sad all the time, crying, this type of thing. So I decided really early on, like 22, before I got married, that when I got married, it was going to be to a certain kind of guy, and I found him, Mr. Wonderful. And I also <laughs> decided at that point that awesome. I was going to be a loving, kind, and caring person. And it actually uh, equates itself to your health, and you guys know all about this, is that you can't put yourself under that kind of stress, or it goes into stages of stress that can cause all kinds of things and in your body. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Oh, no, you're right. No. On the same page, um, being an older person, I can tell you that I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I didn't think that anyone would accept me on Twitter, and here I am with lots of followers. Uh, But I love uh, putting things on there that are positive. People will say to me, you know, I woke up this morning and saw your tweet, and it changed my day. Wow, that's that's horrible. The thing is is that I plan on making Twitter my my business as I age. So when I'm 90, you'll see me on Twitter. I I feel like I I have a place I found where my friends live. (laughs) My Twitter (laughs) friends live. It's hard to get to see everybody. Um, But, you know, Twitter friends are no different than tennis friends or or poker friends or any other thing you engage Mm -hmm. in. I just find it to be a place to learn from other people, share in what you think, what I think. I, I, I just love everybody. And so Twitter was like made for me. <laughs> and so oh, that I think that's so one nice. of the secrets you asked about. Definitely. I think it makes a difference in having that passion and those connections. Now, what about just down to like uh, exercise or food, things like that? Do you follow anything particular, eating more whole foods? Or, or, and if you do have any health issues that you struggle with, how do you, how do you handle those? Because that can be hard too as you get older. I go to the Y twice a week to do oh, great. I'm almost embarrassed to admit it, you know, senior classics because I'm in there with the 80-year-olds. I'm not quite there yet. Um, but I don't want to hurt myself. And so of course. I, I do that. It, I sweat. Uh, it's a great workout. I have a treadmill in my home. I do 10 minutes or 15 minutes a day on that. Um, and I can't do any core exercises due to um, my, an issue with IBS. So I can't do the core. Um, but I'm thin. I'm thinner than I've actually ever been because I've, I've stopped eating a lot of things I used to eat, um, mm-hmm. things that tasted good, you know, those, those kind of things. Um, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a cook. I'm not a cook, so I got to sort of find things that I could eat. So I do end up eating a lot of yogurt and the things that are powerful, like fish, a lot of fish, potato. I'm a regular meal for me would be one, pretty much twice a day, maybe a half a sandwich in the afternoon and then a dinner. And then I don't eat wow. after a certain, certain time of night. I'm very That's disciplined. Good. And um, people always say, oh, you don't look your age. Well, I will tell you, man, I may not look my age, but I am my age and I feel every bit of it. Because <laughs> your joints hurt and your back yep. hurts and you have trouble sitting for a long time. And now the doctors say don't fly too far. Um, so you're just lucky to be alive. You know, I'm going to be 74 in August and um, 80 isn't that far off. And that seems wow. to be the average dying age. Not for me, because I do no. everything you're supposed to. Ha- I plan on being here till I'm 100. 
So mark my words, we'll have another call at 100. Because you guys will still be young. I love it. I love it. So if there's one age you could ever go back to in all your 74 years, what what age would that be? It would be age 50. Interesting. Uh, I think age 50 is a wonderful age. I'm not going to say you don't have problems during that age. Life is filled with problems. There's always going to be dissatisfaction and problems and frustration, all that anxiety. But I felt good about myself at 50. I had been accomplished. I had I had my PhD. I felt like nobody and nothing can hurt me. My self-esteem soared. Uh, mm. To me, I started my life at 50 because you can say yeah. what you want and do what you want and the heck with what anyone thinks of it. I mean, we we tend to not want anybody to think badly of us, but they're going to anyway. <laughs> so you might as well do what the heck you want. <laughs> Exactly. They're going to say it anyways. You know, I'm not quite 50 yet, but what I have found in my, you know, my later 40s is that as we get older, you're right. Like we don't care so much about what other people think about us because when we're younger, you care so much. But the older I get, at least, and at least I can't speak for you, is you're right, Joyce. Not everyone's going to like us. And for those who don't, oh, well, like, okay, you know, I'm okay with it. And I think that's a big lesson many of us have to learn as we do age well. You have to like yourself. And that helps other people to like you because right. they, they build mm-hmm. a, a respect for you because of no matter how different your thinking may be. or And a lot of it has to do with generations. A lot of it has to do with what television station you're watching. A lot of it has to do with uh, zip code. You know, there's a lot of fraud going on, on, on with a lot of things in this world. And it's depressing. But I don't let it yes. get me because I don't want to... Um, You know, I I look at my life, I say, okay, 100 is 20-something years away. That's good. That's good. I could live to be 100. But your body does change, and you can't do as many things. Like, I love to dance, and I can't Mm. dance the way I used to. I I used to run around the house dancing everywhere because I'm just a dancer. I like to dance. Um, But, you know, your body only lets you do certain things as you get older. And in your 50s, you don't have that problem. I, I don't know how old you are, Andrea, but you don't have to tell me. But my daughter is 47. And I didn't have her until she was 29. Okay, so the same age. And uh, and she's having the time of her life. So I'm so happy to see it. And I pretend when I'm with her that there's nothing wrong. You know, like when I have to get up from a seat, I don't let her see me get up. <laughs> because <laughs> I get up and it's like, oh, am I going to be able to get off this couch now that I got onto it? Um, so there are things, but you have to laugh. I think a point I really want to make is humor. You have to have a sense of humor. And you have to laugh at Definitely. things, and you have to say, "Well, this is the way it is, and it's not a good thing." I don't want—I don't want to have to be living during this time, and I don't want my granddaughter to be living during any kind of dangerous time. But I'm just sure. so so concerned about living my life. Like right now, I am still, I am—I told my husband because it's going to be 50 years of marriage this December. Wow! Congrats. And I said to him, "I don't so want to tell you where I want to go. I'll give you some hints and write them down, but I want you to plan it." I'm going to blindfold awesome. myself. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> and let's just, just take me there. So he's going to awesome. do that. So I'm very no. blessed to be married to a great guy and have a great life and beautiful children, an adorable granddaughter. I can't ask for anything She's more. She's so cute. <laughs> well, I love the fact that you, you know, first of all, are still so in love with your husband 50 years later. And it's so beautiful. I mean, I have an incredible husband too. My God, my husband is my rock. Lisa, I know Ken is yours. Yeah, and me too. I've been, we've been very blessed, all three of us, to really find these men who are true partners, which I love to hear, Joyce, that, you know, into your 70s, you're still madly in love and more than ever, like you're saying. So, my, which leads me to my next question is, 
if there was a, if, you know, if looking back on again, on your 74 years, if there was a relationship that you could change, would there be one? Like, so for example, let's say, you know, you would change like let's say how you were with your mother, or let's say you have a certain relationship with your daughter that you would want to make better. Like, would you, is there a place you'd want to go back to change that? And how would you want that changed? If it were possible, I would want to change some things. But I realized in my these years, I, I realized that you can't change other people. They have to change themselves. Yes. Uh, for mm-hmm. example, my brother Larry died at the age of 42, and it's been like mm-hmm. 20, a long time, 25 years. And he was my best friend. And so I went out to see his children in Arizona because I promised him I would. And they treated me very poorly. I left crying. Aww. And uh, I have never talked to them since. One of them has died since then. And uh, oh, nice. it's, I can't go back and change that. And that's something really hard because you want to change things. You want to change things with, uh, let's say, your daughter or your son has different personalities than you do. And you expect hugs, but they're not a hugger. You can't change that. Yeah. And so right. what you do have to do is accept it. And I mm-hmm. think that acceptance is one of the biggest problems people have. When something happens to them, a car accident. I was in a terrible car accident not 10 years ago, and I didn't drive since then because I was afraid to get in the car because it was so, so horrible, and uh, I almost died. And so uh, I can't go back and change the things that have happened. I, I, uh, I, I guess to answer your question, Andrea, uh, I would like to get out more, do more things with more people. And I didn't do that, and I have regrets about that because I'm always working. Do I want to keep my business? Do I want to have go out and just have more fun with friends? Because I have friends all over the world from my business. <laughs> so kind of like, that's a catch-22. I, I didn't know whether to stop my business, and I, I needed my business to have the friends I have all over the world. So I'm not sure. Ask me again another maybe minimized uh, question of, of the same sort because I can't answer that question. One of the questions is, you know, Joy, so many people, and I, I like to work too, and I do love my job too, because to me, my job is intertwined with my passion and my way of living. It's not like I do one thing and I live my life a different way. I live this way and right. my my vocation reflects it. It's just all part and parcel. Your vocation so at times, is your vocation. You your got vocation. it, right? It is, right? I'm yeah. <laughs> always living this holistic lifestyle. So for me, it's I do every day what I love to do. So I guess my, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you know, you have to find more balance and you have to be able to balance. It's like that word balance. So I guess my question to you is, as you were saying how you work a lot, do you feel, do you have any regrets having not had more balance in your life as you are now in your seventies? Like, well, I I guess my question, I guess what I want to know is, will I regret one day working and doing everything that I'm doing? Or should we be infusing more balance into our life? Is there such a thing as balance? That's my, even my next question. I think you're, um, what you just said is very pertinent because um, I don't mean, when I talk about the balance wheel, I'm talking about emotional, spiritual, that type of thing, um, but I, you're doing it exactly right. You're living every single day as if it were your last. Uh, maybe you didn't think about it that way, but that's what we have to do in life. We have to look and say, do I want my last day on earth to be depressing? Do I want to be sad all day or do I want to be happy? And our choice mm-hmm. is to be happy. You're happy in what you do. I get up in the morning, I get calls uh, about the program, and I get to talk about what I love to do the most to help people with self-esteem and personal development. And, and so I don't feel that I'm missing, like, for example, maybe there's financial imbalance. Well, I don't think that's so important. I, don't, I, don't, I think mm-hmm. um, uh, having money is not at the top of the list, even though 
uh, it's good to have it, and you need it, especially when you get older, and there's things you have to pay for. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I I really feel like you find your own balance. Your balance isn't my balance, or it isn't Lisa's balance. Everyone has their own life, what they want to do in it. And all I say is stay away from anything negative. Stay away from negative people or things because it isn't going to change anything. There are mm-hmm. negative people. There are positive people. I mm-hmm. I spent the weekend getting rid of followers. The weekend. I'm not mm-hmm. done yet. Good. Uh, because mm-hmm. of the negativity. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I figured I've got, uh, uh, you know, a million, hundred thousand, so I can get rid of 80,000. And I have been doing that. <laughs> I mean, I really That's have. Incredible. I'm taking them away because I don't want anything to get me upset. Why Why would I want to walk around upset when I could be totally happy? You And you really just led me into this, is, you know, the negative people in our lives. And I think as, you know, would you say as you get older that you could really see through that, you know, see through exactly what you want. I don't want this negative person, this person I'm going to allow in. You could be much more discerning and you could be much more choosy with who you were going to allow into your life. So to me, you answered it for me, but I just feel like that's such an important lesson that we should all take away is that the older we get, and even if we could do this in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, so be it, right? And this is a lesson I'm learning is getting all negativity out of our life so that we can all thrive. Then you learn that lesson early because most people don't learn that lesson until they're much older. Uh, They're afraid if they say something, it's going to be thought of as a bad way. You can't please everybody, not even your parents or your kids. You you can't Mm -hmm. please everybody, your husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't tell me in 50 years we haven't had a disagreement. Of course we have. Mm -hmm. But there's such a deep love that, you know, we we excuse it and move on. And Mm -hmm. so I love your attitude, Andrea, and I know that Lisa has a very similar attitude. So Mm -hmm. I I just want to add that before when you were talking about how lucky and blessed we are to have these people in our lives, we're good women. That's why we have them. We have to give ourselves some credit. We're good women. True. And you can't, where are you going to find that? Wrapped up in a nice Love little it. package uh, that was uh, either an expensive package or not so <laughs> the money part. Uh, so I, I think it's amazing that you two are doing what you're doing and helping people with their health and their bodies. And uh, I love, I mean, I would, I'd like to go 10 years back. I can't. But how many people aren't here? My brother hasn't no, been here true. for 25 years. Uh, yeah, so you have to learn to deal with death. You have to uh, learn to deal with sadness. And I have. Hmm. Well, thank you, Joyce. It's a very eye-opening conversation. And, of course, we're going to have you back because I would love to continue, continue it because, you know, you've lived it and your experience helps us all grow. So thank you so much for being on our show. Very and we want to give a huge shout, huge shout out to Nature Care for sponsoring today's episode of Naturally Savvy Radio. <laughs> Excuse me, because without nature care and companies like them, we wouldn't be able to do what we love. Right, Lisa? They they give us the oh, yeah. fuel nature to be care able to do awesome. what we love. Nature care is amazing. So you can learn yeah. more, more about nature care and their feminine hygiene products at naturecare.com. So I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis and Dr. Knudsen, Joyce Knudsen. And you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us all on social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Health Media Gal One. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.